Hello and welcome to Reading of the Peers. My name is Gary O'Brien. This is where I get some of my very good friends on to chat about and discuss all sorts of movies. And joining me today for his fifth time on the podcast, it's Ono Boyle. And he's here to talk about the 1992 sci-fi thriller horror, The Lawnmower Man. So stick around. We hope you enjoy it. <laughs> it's a good song, isn't it? It's catchy. I found it on Spotify. I know it was on Spotify, but I found it on Spotify again. And did I've you look up failed podcast openings? No, I. So when I went to the beginning of this, it was like royalty free upbeat music. <laughs> and I think I went through a playlist of about like 20 songs, and I heard that, and I was like, yeah. I want to talk about the lawnmower man after hearing this. None of these have any royalty in them. No yeah. princes, no queens. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, so I have it on my Spotify now, and sometimes it comes on, and I fear that I'm going to hear my voice being like, <laughs> "It's always a catch to it. Like it's catch to it. It's just like I like this song, but I have it's such good. anxiety." There's a the secret beginning. little. There's not a secret, but like, like if you listen to it, uh, there's a bit in it. This is the podcast, by oh. the way. Uh, there's a bit that like has a killer guitar solo. I, I, yeah. yeah. I should, I'd say check it's in the description it's been in all the oh is it actually yes there you go anyway. I've read those yeah it's no he does it's fine yeah, it's uh, oh you're back it's your fifth time yay woo you only get one look at the banner uh, we erected for you so pretty <laughs> I love the colours it's written in sheep's blood <laughs> <laughs> it's freshly mowed grass <laughs> that we stuck to sheep's blood <laughs> Don't you, so we have a carpet in this apartment. Again, this is a, this is an audio medium. Of, there's a carpet, and I just lawn. I just got took a lawnmower, and I just said five times. <laughs> hey, you might, you might have heard that. In, if this is me and Gary's in-person podcast. Yeah, we we've done four. We live together. We've yeah. done four in the apartment. It's the first one we've done yeah. facing each other, eye yeah. to eye. It's very awkward, just staring at him. I don't look at people like this usually. <laughs> I'm trying to look for a comfortable part of the floor that I can just like oh, veer bit, off to. There's a bit of dust I've been looking at over there. <laughs> <laughs> if, you want, if you want to share the dust. We'll only make eye contact when talking about the extreme sexual nature of this movie. Oh my god, what part is it? <laughs> there's so much. Um, but yeah, so for anyone who may not know, uh, I have been a bit of... So usually with the podcast, I like say to people hey like what do you want to do pick a movie we'll get, like, come on we'll chat about it but for this month uh, I've decided to add a constraint to people's choices which is that it must be a movie um, that stars the one and only Navin native actor Pierce Brendan Brosnan and uh, the Golden Eye podcast hasn't come out and no one doesn't know that that's actually his middle name <laughs> yeah no got me really on guard <laughs> um, so yeah I, it, because it's, it's it's my birthday month it's Pierce's birthday month I'm calling it the Brosnan O'Brien birthday bros bonanza um, so I came to own as like hey you're gonna have to pick a Pierce Brosnan movie for your fifth podcast sorry about that but is there any you had in mind and and you 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 had you had a quick answer to this one yeah yeah so uh... I quickly went on to Pierce Brosnan's website. <laughs> you looked at your laptop as if to forget what his surname was. Pierce Bre- Brosnan. Brosnan. Brendan is a Brendan. But uh, basically, I just looked up Pierce Brosnan movies, just like, okay, which one of these? And after scrolling for probably a bit too long, I came across a classic, The Lawnmower Man. A movie I've never watched, but I've heard great things about. Uh, I've picked this movie because it is just very much in my MO of movie choices. It's up there with the Behoobilies yeah. and the Big Troubles in Little China. Uh, and the Zach's, uh, the Joss Whedon's Justice League. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Equally known for their horrible CGI. It's <laughs> the quality we're looking at here. Yeah. Um, so this is a movie I, 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 knew, I knew of it because I'd always seen the clips of the effects in it like the the, the, the CGI yeah. that's uh, for the time I imagine pretty good but now it's just simply gone awful uh, but I always forgot Pierce Brosnan was in it so when you had said the lawnmower man I was like that sounds familiar and I'm like oh this is perfect because <laughs> I too had never seen it and uh, and we watched it a couple of days ago and oh wow was it way Worse is the wrong word. I think it was wasted on just the two of us plus Sinead. It was... Yeah, Sinead. <laughs> wasted. <laughs> but it was just like... It was such a good, it would be such a good party movie to watch. It's yeah. just like a load of people around. 
You watch, oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. Uh, you just wa- you watch Pierce Brosnan with an earring, and that confuses you sexually. <laughs> I, I had a whole thing about I had a whole thing about his earring. <laughs> okay, we'll get not about his earring. I just I'm gonna find things to mention about his appearance in each of them, and oh, this okay, one okay. was the earring. It, sure. It's definitely his best look at. It's I've just that's out, out of nowhere. Like yeah. he's supposed to be a scientist, but he's also radical hardcore. Up, cause yeah. he's got the earring in it. He sits up in bed. He's smoking at two o'clock in the morning with an earring in. I just like I want to be like him. What appears to be wife tells him to put the what cigarette. What appears? <laughs> is this also like you have a, a pun quota to make for each? I don't movie? know if you saw the notebook. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 a wild, wild movie with a wild story, some wild characters, and even wilder CGI. Yeah. Uh, but for anyone who may not know what this movie is about, besides the lawnmower element of it, uh, do you care to try and um, you know comprehend? what this movie is meant to be about. Okay, let's see if I can remember what this movie is supposed to be about. There's definitely a plot with virtual reality. The whole mm-hmm. thing, I know it's called The Lawnmower Man, but... <laughs> you're, 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 you're answering as if like you, like a teacher's asked you a question. And <laughs> I'm just waffling into... That like, was the Renaissance period, so the, the period of the Renaissance. <laughs> well, I think that's really a personal Subjective. opinion of when... Uh, that's when the Renaissance period yeah, was. For me, it started begin. last week when I learned how to use face wash. That's a real Renaissance in my life. What's this movie about? Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay so Pierce Brosnan, scientist man. His yeah. name is... Help me, Gary. Uh, I already told you, Pierce Brendan Brosnan. <laughs> no, he put. Oh, wow. He plays Dr. Lawrence Angelo. Angelo, that's it. So we got Lawrence Angelo is our scientist man who is at the forefront of virtual reality technology. <laughs> Where he thinks this is the top of science, where it, like you'll be able to do all the things mm-hmm. with it. Well, I am really waffling with this. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what he's at, and he's doing it with monkeys. Classic. This mm-hmm. he, he saw Planet of the Apes one time, and he goes, "I want to do that, but with virtual reality," and he was successful. So now they want to move on to human subjects after the monkeys. So he's a bit down on his luck. He looks out the window, and what does he see? A lawnmower oh, man. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> I was literally going through my head. It's just like, wait, what? What am I legally allowed to say in this to describe him? Uh, but yeah, so it's it's just about Pierce Brosnan getting this guy with uh, an intellectual disability, showing him the powers of VR and how he can become smarter. Yeah, and oh boy, does he! Oh my god, does he gets smarter and more attractive. <laughs> he puts on a he puts on a correct pair of fitted jeans. <laughs> He pulled it like he really pulled off that cowboy hat, and he, I'm not he doesn't wear a cowboy hat. He wears a cowboy hat. I think he wears literally everything else but a cowboy hat. Because then he wears a cowboy hat and like a leather wearing, jacket. Wait, what? Remember, he sees the cowboy and for him, yeah, but he isn't that. Is he wearing a shirt and jeans and the boots? I don't think he's wearing a hat. Is he? Maybe he's not. Maybe I just made this, up the hat. Th- this movie, I'm telling you, it's felt like a dream. Like I don't really remember watching it, but I feel like I I know I have. Do you not remember when he was in CG and he had the hat? <laughs> <laughs> Look like a square on his head. <laughs> so yeah, that's another that's another thing about this movie. So there's this whole VR element to it. There's this whole like like they they kind of like there's different bits where um it's all these virtual simulations and it's testing knowledge and reflexes and like this different worlds and it's not worlds. It's just all this big cavernous room and yeah. yeah. Uh, like that's the that's the, that's the clips I'd seen of this. The really kind of janky. You know where you can do the three Fs. The three Fs. <laughs> what, are the, what are the three Fs? Are? Oh, it's fly. Yeah, I, that's the only one I remember. Okay, I have the quote uh, here, which is what his his girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. Why not? Girlfriend, um, wife, character. The one that lives with him but isn't there for the movie. Yes, because she so, leaves him. So he could he could father the child next door. Yeah. Um, so she's all like falling floating flying so what's next fucking yeah. little did that character know <laughs> <laughs> some would say prophetic yeah um, so that's that's kind of what I, I had seen about this movie all the weird like 3D CGI effects incredibly janky stuff really janky like yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna sell this in like I think I'll just have to put up a load of pictures on the Instagram of, yeah. like, the weird shit in this movie. <laughs> just, like, something Gary Bed in a 3D random machine or the lawnmower <laughs> man. <laughs> just, like, as a quiz, people have to guess which one's which. That's a bad idea. If I have the time, I think yeah. I'll do that. Uh, I, I'm not like I've already committed to do a shit ton of other Pierce Brosnan podcasts <laughs> in a month, but know, we'll but, see. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I guess if you haven't seen it, 
get a load of friends around, watch it. It's a really have some drinks. Yeah, have a lot of drinks. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's definitely worth it. But me and I are going to chat through it. Um, but before we do it, I thought I'd fill you in on the background behind this. Yeah, so you you were hyping this up to me. I hyped this up because I told you not to look at anything yeah, behind oh, this. Yeah. So this movie was originally adapted from a, a screenplay called Cyber God, and so the title, The Lawnmower Man, I believe came oh no that title came from a 1975 short story by Stephen King holy shit so, you were so spot on then it was <laughs> Stephen King thing so yeah so Stephen King wrote a short story and then they also had written a screenplay called Cyber God but both stories involved that a gardener who operates a lawnmower uh, both of them involved that but the but the film actually has little to no similarities between uh, to, to Stephen King's story whatsoever um and I'll get a bit on about what that story means in sex. But basically, the, the movie was originally called Stephen King's The Lawnmower Man, uh, who then, Stephen King went on to sue the company to get his name removed, and he had to get, like, he got damages and shit like that, oh, because it, it did not represent the movie at oh, okay. all. Um, but, like, the well, reason the movie why... movie didn't represent his... This story at all, sorry. But one of the reasons why they sued was... So, so how they had how they were able to call it Stephen King's The Lawnmower Man was because they obtained the rights, they bought, like, the story, and then didn't tell him. They just bought the rights and was like... Oh, we have this script for Cyber God, and then they were just like, we just put the fucking Stephen King's thing on Cyber God, and there we go. Um, so, um, what you call it? Because apparently there was like early ads and posters that said like Cyber God, and yeah. it had like Pierce, uh, Pierce Brosnan and shit like that. So that's what yeah. it originally is, and then they realized, fuck, we have the rights to this, and it'll make so much more money if we just call it, like, if we say Stephen King had something to do behind this. Yeah. Um, but, so the reason why, and then there was a whole thing about he sued to get his name taken off, they didn't take the name off, he got more damages and stuff like that. But what I find interesting, the, the short story concerns Harold Parquet, not the name of anyone in this movie, yeah. uh, and he, he hires pastoral greenery and outdoor services to cut his lawn. Parquet later spies on the serviceman, discovering his lawnmower mows the lawn by itself while he crawls after it, naked, eating the grass. The serviceman is actually a satyr who worships the Greek god Pan. When Parquet tries to call the police, the mower and its owner ritually kill him as a sacrifice to Pan. Oh my god, <laughs> that sounds so much better than what we watched. I want that. What the fuck? I, I would love some like sort of Greek mythology, yeah. like psychological horror. But that's kind of in it. Really, yeah. that weird symbolology. There's a like, lot of religious symbolism. Because we were yeah. looking at it, we we're like, "What the fuck's that about?" Yeah. And I read this, and I was like, "There's a there, what? There's a ritual sacrifice." That um, sounds fantastic. So, would you like to know the only bit from the story that is in this movie, from Stephen King's story okay. that's in this movie? Do you remember? There's the scene where the cop finds a, a missing piece, like the the. the the dad of the kid next door gets chopped up by the lawnmower because yeah, he says it. Spo- oh, spoilers! Like, you haven't seen spoilers. My God. Um, then again, it's, it's very can. like all the characters who get their just desserts are really obvious. Like, it's real obvious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like sl- slapping a kid around and slapping yeah. his wife, and you just know, yeah, something bad's gonna happen when the lawnmower guy gets superpowers. <laughs> but uh, the only scene that do you remember this? So he gets chopped up, and then the policeman finds a bit of the dad in a bird bath. Yes, that's the only resemblance between the two stories, like in terms of like script, like story plots that happen. Is that the bit? Is that around when you were saying it's very Stephen King esque when he went on yeah. that side of like murder spree? So there you go. Yeah, anyway, so that's that's a bit of the background. Uh, in terms of the money it made, it debuted at number two at the box office with seven point seven million dollars. Holy shit! This um, movie did a lot better than it, I oh, it actually oh, it <laughs> so. Dave, the only thing that beat it was Wayne's World. Uh, it went on to gross thirty two point one million domestically, making it a moderate financial success against its ten million budget. Uh, and it's the it was the biggest independent film f- of the calendar year and second biggest released in nineteen ninety two after Miramax's The Crying Game. And I haven't even heard of the crying oh, game. Oh, it's not the crying game. No, I haven't heard of it. Uh, it's it's, it's parodied a bit in Ace Ventura. Oh, okay, okay. I, I'll tell you about it. After. Oh, that's a definitely movie we should do someday. Ace no, Ventura. no, dude. Oh, Ace Ventura, yeah. yeah, yeah crying yeah. game, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it. so like this was a this was a success in terms of it has like something like thirty something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But it was a, it was a success in terms of like you know money made and went on to do a worse sequel, I imagine. Yeah. But yeah, it's just an interesting thing. But with the whole, it's definitely one of those movies that screams like. 
moderately successful first movie and then every sequel is like straight to DVD sort of shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, we want to talk about Lawnmower Man? Now get into the uh, movie? Yeah, where do we start? Where, where, where do we start? No, I don't know. I sort of <laughs> have been just hoping that we could waffle for... Well, do you want to talk about the, the, the very beginning and how we're introduced to Pierce Bell's character? Uh, yeah, sure. I suppose we could get, get into it. We, we start off in a lab with monkeys. I did think we put on the wrong movie. Uh, until P.S. Brosnan showed up in a back cage talking about how the monkeys were smarter. Yeah, he, and there's a bit where he, um, what you call it, the, the monkeys being tested, and I just, I knew the, I knew the oh, tone yeah. of this movie straight away when he goes, that's the smartest monkey I've had! <laughs> and I'm like, how many monkeys have you gone through, P.S. Brosnan? I was like, I knew I forgot it opens on, like, the monkey in the war simulator. I like, just realised why it's the best monkey. Yeah. It's because, don't monkeys hate, like, face jewellery? <laughs> So clearly, that was the only monkey that didn't try to rip off his brother's tolerated the face. The hearing. And that's it. That's, that's the little details of this movie. See, like, that was his test. Like, we need a monkey that's smart enough to realise I look fucking good with this <laughs> yeah. hearing. I need a monkey to come to its senses and realise that I'm a fashion icon, <laughs> Dr. Lawrence Angelo. <laughs> it's such a good name for it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Lawrence Angelo. <laughs> The, mo- the monkey, anyway, is smart, doing his war game stuff. He also, by the way, like, when you're doing this VR thing, it's like, are they lying down, possibly? Nope, no. they're in a spinning, gyrating, it's, you know, those things that, like, simulate you get drunk. You get in it, they spin you around. No idea. I, the only way, I, the only machines I know to do that are bar taps. <laughs> <laughs> So. Yeah, okay. Uh, there's a big, like, gyroscope. Because they make me drunk, though. <laughs> gyroscope's okay. The monkey's in a gyroscope. Yeah. Uh, it looks like, I think it's a real monkey. I actually don't know. Yeah. I didn't think to check to see if the monkeys were reading this. I really hope not. I imagine with the CGI budget, they couldn't afford, you know, 20... Whatever, whatever year, like, Andy Serkis's Planet of the Apes came yeah. out and those realistic monkeys. Like, I don't no, imagine I mean, they had that budget. I suppose if it was a CG monkey in this movie, we probably would have realised it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would have looked like, it would have, the, the, the scene of the monkey escaping would have looked like the PlayStation 1 game, Ape Escape. Essentially, <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably my favourite bit from the whole monkey escaping scene though is the monkey <laughs> taking the gun from the guard's pocket oh, it's so great <laughs> just like what's happening now and the monkey just shoots a guy in the head and it's just like that poor man <laughs> <laughs> he was just monitoring the gate yeah oh god every time it showed like the man in that position for the rest oh, of the movie I was he just, just like, knew he was in danger <laughs> yeah exactly just, maybe I should face the other direction <laughs> yeah. oh but yeah so that monkey escapes they kill him they, shoot they kill him, him. they yeah. kill the monkey before he escapes one very smart guard realises the monkey might have outsmarted them and doubles back ah yes yeah. that's it um, so that's why Pierce Brosnan's then project gets put on hold yeah and he's, he's very his... sad yeah and... he wakes up at 2 o'clock lamenting yeah <laughs> like to, puts puts the TV on like full volume yeah. while his, his having a smoke having a smoke while his like girlfriend it's not a girlfriend it's I not just, really sad it's Pierce Brosnan, it's Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan. <laughs> who knows one of his ladies <laughs> um like, and she's just like, oh, I hate it when you smoke in bed. And I'm just like, obviously, with the full vault, with the, like, he's turning on some news channel or something, yeah. but like, we get an idea, he's a Oh, yeah, man. every single channel was war. Oh, was yeah. It's like, it like, what's on channel three? Oh, more war. Channel four? More war. Channel five? Oh, it's a forest. Oh, it's burning. <laughs> and it's just, it's just to kind of highlight that he's like, I'm a scientist and I can make the world better. Yeah. They just need to embrace the powerful world. The, they call it like the dimension of VR. Yeah. Like, like he is in love with Vior I think he's very close to that fuck breakthrough that he's been looking for (laughs) I'm so close to unlocking the fourth the fourth D the fourth F don't you mean the fourth dimension no 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 I mean the fourth F fucking one more level and I'm there (laughs) one more level and I am God cyber God I can smoke in as many beds as I want with as many women. <laughs> they won't tell me to stop smoking again and I can watch as much TV and I can stay up late. <laughs> I can put in all the earrings. <laughs> I've always wanted to do my writing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's... He, well, well, he's troubled. Um, then that's when... Uh, fun fact, actually, I meant to mention this at the top. This came out in 1992. Would you like to guess? So, in terms of visual effects and stuff like that, what in terms of the 90s, what comes to mind... For you, in terms of like fantastic like visual effects, Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, 90s? that was like 1990, I think. 1990. Anything yeah. else? Jurassic Park. Uh, I know I'm putting you on the spot here. 
Jurassic Park would have been big one. Oh yeah. no, no, actually, that's much later. That's like 2001. Second. Uh, no, like I know Jurassic Park. This came the best. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, see, that was done by ILM, who like are the best. No, okay. So this was independent, so it was always going to be trash. Uh, but this came out the year after uh, T two Terminator two. Terminator two. Oh shit, the Terminator. <laughs> so when you compare <laughs> the weird chromey VR like yeah. Pierce Brosnan in this versus like the liquid metal oh, man. <laughs> yeah. man from T two, you're like, oh wow. Oh god, yeah. Maybe they should have sent those guys an email. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, because I had it written in here in my notes, like year after Terminator two. Um, but yeah, so we, we've we've talked about our first character, but we actually haven't introduced. We've mentioned him by uh, by his job title, but not by his name. We're talking about Job Smith, the lawnmower he man. He is the embodiment of the lawnmower man, played by Jeff Fahey, the man I have to be very careful talking about because I don't want to offend anyone. It's more well, okay. Well, do you know what I think you could talk about in terms of parody and stuff like that? It's to describe people that may not like yeah. understand how what this character is like. If they've seen Tropic Thunder, yeah. the the parody that Adam Sandler, not Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller is playing Simple Jack, yeah. this character is pretty much Simple Jack. So, like, that's why I like I find it really hard not to refer to him as Simple Jack, because they're so similar. <laughs> yeah, like, Simple, oh, Jack it's, it's is, Simple Jack character. is the same character. It's haircut and everything. Yeah, but like, Simple Jack is definitely more exaggerated, but you definitely feel like the Simple Jack character is modelled off yeah. like, Joe, this Job character. From, whereas, he's, whereas this guy's doing it seriously. Yeah. And it's still like oh is that okay whereas yeah. like Ben Stiller's doing it and you're just like well this is being played for <laughs> this, is the, this is the second most offensive thing in this movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, uh like, like in fairness like probably the best thing for this is it's only like it's not even a quarter of the movie that he is like this oh like, yeah because I was worried about that as well yeah it's like they get out of it very quickly with the whole like making smarter viewer combination with the oh yeah I suppose we haven't said it it's not just viewer it's viewer and drugs yeah I don't know why the, the need, drugs came into the, it. Dr- the drugs are just sort of a thing as well they like stimulate his brain yeah. because the way the VR works kind of in a way is that like it, the light that comes into your eyes affects with your brain like what yeah. you're seeing in the VR triggers certain parts of your brain oh. and then that's how you expand your brain power and become smarter and stuff can you please tell me more like anti-science shit you know like what are they called that so what's the that, earth what's, so what's that uh whole market called of like crystals and shit like that oh apothecary no no apothecary just like Sorry, medicine. Idiot. it's homeopathy homeopathy yeah. sell me more homeopathy um so what you want to do is we take juice <laughs> from the hollow earth <laughs> we extract that and what are the things you that squirt it in your eyes so what we do then is we put we run that through a dominion voting machine <laughs> <laughs> um, I got nothing else. Uh, that's pretty good, though. But yeah, so he gets these. Uh, they call him vitamins to yeah. to, to to Job. Um, but yeah, he, get, he so this is yeah. But that's how he gets smarter. But yeah. We do we go back? Like, Pierce Brosnan, by the way, like he's just sad about like his view and he wants to move on the human subject, and he just looks out the window and sees Job sort of like mowing the lawn, uh, and he's just like. Or like eating a sandwich or something like that, and he's just like, "That's my man. I'm gonna take advantage of someone with a a learning disability." Yeah, yeah, and he's the hero of the movie, by the way, guys. He is. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, actually, just uh, so speaking of performances, then as well, because these are the only two films that really matter. Um, really good. Pierce Brosnan's not the matters. He um, carries the movie. The guy, do you, that's what I was gonna say. It's like yeah. Pierce Brosnan gives it socks. Like it's almost as if on set he just didn't know it was gonna be a bad movie, and he <laughs> yeah. actually just acted his ass off. He did not see any of the CG. No, but I can't imagine they did. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They were like, "Don't worry, Pierce, we're gonna fix it all in post." Just <laughs> like someone whispers, "What's post? I don't know." <laughs> I downloaded Microsoft Paint the other day. <laughs> What's Microsoft? Shit, that's not invented yet. <laughs> Quick, give him the electric lawnmower. What? <laughs> I looked that up as well because they make a big deal about Job inventing an electric mom- lawnmower. Oh, yeah. Apparently, like I looked it up, they've been there since like eighteen thirty. Like, but you know, the, yeah, but the, like the Flymo was like nineteen yeah. eight nineteen sixty. Oh, so he's like thirty years too late. Well, like he has a learning disability. I don't guy. Care. What were you expecting? Sure, he loves mowing the lawn, but he's not a genius in this one fucking area. And it's just that people were looking at it like, my God, what is this? This is this is strange device. Or more, they just. Fine. I can't make jokes here, Gary. We it's have to fine. move on. Fine. Um, so yeah, so Job is like cutting grass next door. He's friends with the kid next door. Yeah. And the kid next door is dad. They're, play, they're and playing games. They're playing what looks to be like early versions. Of, yeah. Uh, Pierce Brosnan lures them down to the basement. Yeah. What are they playing? It looks like uh, pod <laughs> racing nearly. Which strangely isn't one of the three Fs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's flying. Sorry. It's flying. Yeah. Sorry. They're flying. Yeah. They're flying. Flying and falling. Yeah. No floating. Uh, no. Floating, Certainly no, no floating. <laughs> 
<laughs> the 13 year old kid oh that's what I'm thinking about the kid the kid's yeah. the kid from uh, The Last Action Hero yeah it is actually look, look at you John I, you need to watch this movie to keep your continuity in John check. is actually a bit upset you got to do this <laughs> and, uh, he would be like it's it's also like such a him movie yeah uh, <laughs> because of the lawnmower man <laughs> Lon's really good. John's really good at cutting the grass. Yes. Like, you know, John, he loves cutting the grass. Do you not see his new electric lawnmower that he built the other day? We call him the John Mower Man. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to get him to move out of that church for years. Oh, yeah, he lives in like a shed beside a church. Yeah. This is weird. Yeah, this goes John or weird. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Both. It's where the similarities don't end. Okay. Uh, yeah, again, it goes to the whole weird religious thing in that like there's a priest that tries to like exercise him at some point yeah like, like he like beats him and stuff like that and he's got a really his, thick Irish accent he play, his penance uh, isn't it oh god yeah, yeah he this movie's really tortured him yeah that's like more like just going back to when you actually use the VOR for the brain stimulation it's like it's like Pierce Brosnan on one end and Joe on the other and Pierce Brosnan seems to be like sending all these symbols into Joe's brain but, <laughs> yeah. like it's very like satanistic <laughs> like there's a lot of just like weird symbols that just they, they lock it's a lot of weird symbolism yeah and then again is fantastic the fantastic things to describe on a podcast <laughs> we picked a bad movie <laughs> yeah we might have picked a bad movie kind of again think of the games you can do like what Joe saw on Instagram yeah. or something I met in MS Paint yeah that involves so much work yeah. um, but what yeah so where are we going with this? So, yeah, he said, so, what you call it? Pierce Brosnan starts injecting with these vitamins and this is all being done in the basement. Yeah, yeah. He's doing all his work from home. He's working from home before it was cool. Exactly. And, uh, Job starts noticing he gets a bit smarter. He's reading, he's reading stuff and he's making eyes at the woman who he mows the lawn with. Yeah, there's another, another woman. There's another neighbour who basically starts like, also seems to be in a shitty marriage or is that just am I, did we just mix them up originally we mixed the two up because they yeah. kind of look the same yeah. um, but also they, they weren't part of the VR world so we just <laughs> didn't pay attention anyway, this, the love interest of the movie anyway and the love interest she is the love interest she is the, the love interest but it's weird <laughs> Well, in fairness, like, she also, like, when... This is before Joe has started any of the VR therapy. She's already just like, oh, look at that man mowing my lawn. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, like, I don't know what to expect from this movie anymore. But then he gets smarter and he gets suave. But how do we know he gets smarter? Because he starts wearing a hat <laughs> that I imagine. He starts wearing... He sees a look in, like, a... a in a... Magazine. Paper, yeah, magazine. He yeah. just, like, dresses up like that. And then we know he's getting smarter because he's dra- dressing sharper. Yeah. Uh, that and that gets to his... Uh, this is a PG movie, isn't it? This was on YouTube. Like, free... You can buy it on... No, this wasn't even... This is just on YouTube that yeah. we just watched on YouTube for free. And, like, there's nudity in this movie, which definitely subscribe. Is there? Yeah, the first time they have sex. Like... Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, again, Joe, again, Joe they, gets they were... laid. Sorry, John, he beat you to it. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is already going to be unrelatable enough as it is. We don't need to just start throwing <laughs> John, John, John digs at this. Yeah, John. <laughs> John, you're shit. I just imagine John listening to this and just like cycling somewhere, just like, what the fuck? John, watch it. <laughs> Um, but what you call it yeah so he starts getting smarter and he's like I can't even remember he just starts getting smarter what, is, when does yeah. we get to the bit where he and yeah like he, he does they, they bring him back to the facility because the, the guy oh yeah there, oh he, there's he, a whole subplot yeah yeah they go back to the facility anyway because the guy is just like look at the progress I'm having with Job so he takes him in and they start going around the gyroscope thing together oh yeah they do and they start they start falling flying and floating yes exactly not fucking yes no PS, like Job wants to trust me we saw the look in his eyes P.S. Brosnan was an earring Oof. did you see that? there were so many shots of him like showing his emotion but only based on how vigorously he'd run his fingers through his hair did you get that whenever he was angry just run his hands through his hair just be like ah. Oh. Job or Pierce Pierce oh Pierce oh okay yeah he had a good hair in this though yeah his, his ears were pierced yeah I feel like this is also like such a Nor- <laughs> such another, a this is another. a precursor <laughs> just tick off that one <laughs> it's such a precursor to James Bond I know you always say that like what movie was like P.S. got James Bond off it was a TV show Remington Remington but I honestly think it was this movie there is there is a few good action scenes yeah there's good there's like good action there's a lot of like sort of action hero things that you would expect from a spy yeah for instance we don't know if he has a wife or a girlfriend (laughs) much like James Bond much like James Bond 
<laughs> he takes advantage of people any chance he can get, much like James Bond. <laughs> Um, but the subplot, yeah, the subplot of this is that the company, yeah, the company, oh, like Pierce Brosnan's not ready to show them the powers of Job yet, like how yeah. smart he's getting, and and we kind of get a hint that he might be able to move. Oh, he moves things with his mind. Yeah, he's tele- like he has telekinesis and he has uh, reading people's mind as well. Yeah, yeah, and there's other things: spontaneous combustion and turning people into weird CGI bubbles. I saw that on the Wikipedia. He wasn't turning people into weird CGI, oh, no. CGI bubbles. He was. He was scattering their molecules, which were like fist size. All eighty of them. <laughs> yeah, all eighty of them. Exactly. That's, <laughs> they had a real problem scaling down the molecules. There's like eighty. Mo- like okay, f- fine, fine. It's like one guy got one big bubble. It's like, how long did it take you, Joe? It's like that took me forty days. It's like, give me eighty more. <laughs> well, do you want to actually? Do you want to know how many? Um, what you call it, How much money was spent? So I said the movie was 10 million, the budget. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, the eight minutes of computer-generated effects took seven people eight months to complete on a $500,000 budget. How many times did those people go to Vegas? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that they just blew off work? <laughs> exactly. Or did they have to use the money they got paid to try and get more money? No, it's, it's, it's like we spent 40 euro on these VFX, so we're just going to go to uh, Vegas. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's but like compare that with Tubahubli, where they got like seven billion thousand people to do like what you call it effects, and it only cost them twenty bucks. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. <laughs> but yeah, so so the the the, the corporate guy uh, who looked really like Ike Barinholtz, um, from you know he's from like he's from Suicide Squad. For me, he was Agent Forty Seven with a desk job. Yeah, yeah. So he 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 notices that Job is like moving things with his mind and yeah. then he tells the big face man uh, because there's literally a guy uh, he's like the board he's the what do he do oh, you God. said he was some company no they, 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 like there's this whole like secret organization that is called the shop and I only got the shop from Wikipedia I have no idea if that's referenced in the it movie might have or been. not but uh, yeah he so this guy big head guy works for the shop and Dean Norris the Dean guy Ar- from Breaking Bad yeah Breaking Bad there was no minimal references <laughs> no we're very sad that he didn't go back in time to make minimal minimal references minimal minimal references <laughs> but uh yeah so like it's one of the first times he's on screen like we call him Big Head Man because like it's like a, a, a imagine what? your parents trying to use Zoom yeah. on their phone this is what we get yeah like, like it was so zoomed in that you couldn't see the top of his head to which I immediately went oh this man's bald and he's just, he, just, <laughs> he just has confidence issues and we see him he's actually bald and I just like called it not that he looked like the guy the bald guy who's breaking back <laughs> yeah. it's only when we saw the zoomed out of him yeah. it was like it is him that's true yeah, yeah. Uh, so then he's like so Dean Narris is just like hey he's only called the director in the credits yeah. but he's like hey you need a the, you know the vitamins or the, the injections we were giving the monkey that made him go crazy give that to Job and see what he ends up becoming and then we see Job do we it. actually know why do they do that because it's like we're having really good progress with Job at the moment let's make him crazy aggressive too I think it was because because the the, the, the guy oh what's do they name? want like military sort of stuff the guy I'm gonna ooh, what's his name uh, Sebastian Timms I think his name is the, the character's name so let's say Sebastian <laughs> little Sebastian <laughs> I was going to break into uh, the Harry Belafonte type style of under the sea from Little Mermaid but I won't <laughs> okay um, the uh, yeah so, the, so Sebastian's just like hey when can we get Job on the higher dosage or whatever and then, and then Pierce's like no we're not ready yet I need to I need more time I need more time it's classic like you know the corporation forced the scientist to move faster than he wants. Yeah. Uh, so they swap it out and then they don't tell Pierce Brosnan and then Job starts going mad. Uh, but, so they have to, so Pierce Brosnan has to go to like Washington or something to present his work. Yeah. Uh, and that leaves Job alone in the city. Job alone as a Job, what Job alone. It's, it's just home alone. It's every like psychic power. But every, no, but, no, but every trap is some form of a lawnmower. <laughs> it's like, it's like, they can't just a lawnmower going down. <laughs> You kill somebody. Just everything. <laughs> no, it's just different garden appliances. <laughs> so there's just a load of rake set up. Yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. Sh- Sideshow Bob style. And there's just shears, shears falling from ceilings. <laughs> just piercing him right through the head and being like, gotcha! <laughs> <laughs> Is this super intelligent Job or Job at the start of the movie? I as well? I'd, I'd like to think both. <laughs> it's sort of like schizophrenia where he's just switching. I made my scientists disappear. <laughs> I'd like to see that movie. Yeah. Anyway, so, 
Job, so Job, Job's alone in the Job's city. Job's alone. He has some fun while he's alone. Oh, he has some fun. Yeah, he decides. He has this new girlfriend that he loves banging because he's figured out what that is. Um, <laughs> like John. <laughs> I, know, I, I saw the build of when you say it. How did you come up with it? And it's still great. <laughs> I don't know. Like, see, because we're doing this per- person, I can't edit out a lot of stuff. So this is gonna, a lot of this is going to stay in, it's, John, I give you full permission to roast me as hard as you can on your next, next podcast. Okay. Just like pick, pick anything, any movie... Gary knows so many of my faults. It's probably going to be Die Another Day, but we'll see. Uh, yeah. Actually, it's funny that John picked Die Another Day, because that would have been my second choice, P.S. Brosnan, maybe. So, John, look, we're a lot alike, okay? Maybe I'm also the lawnmower man. <laughs> Except I'm not, because I'm cool. Okay, stop with your apology to John and move on. Okay, cool. Where were we? <laughs> Job's, Job's fucking... alone. <laughs> Job, Job is about to unlock the fourth F. <laughs> <laughs> People really need to watch this movie to get it. Okay, so Job is alone with, he brings his girlfriend to the facility, the VR facility anyway, and they both get into the gyroscopes now. Yeah, there's like, the, the, yeah, there's two, a few meters there's, there's two, two gyroscopes, and they both get in, and that's where we get the freakiest fucking sex scene yeah. that I have seen in my life. Also, the most turned on I've probably ever been. <laughs> that's why Sinead ruined this. <laughs> Spoiled. I couldn't smile, I had to, I had to pretend disgust. Oh, who oh, ever, no. who ever a, tried that? Oh, he's a creepy scorpion now. That doesn't oh, turn me that's... on. <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> oh, look, she's stuck in tar. Yeah. Yeah, so they like, oh. when they kiss, they're like CGI faces like stick together. Yeah. And it's just, then they like start twirling around and becoming one. And then she like falls, then she like falls into like this weird, it's, like, it's like goo or something. And yeah. then she's like, so then she's like her character her avatar is like disappearing yeah and then in real life she wakes up and I don't think it said it I don't think I don't remember being in the movie I just remember she was just like exhausted but I think she loses her mind like she, she does lo- she, no, she gets her mind stolen by Job oh like, I missed that in fairness we all want sex that good we're all like <laughs> stolen by Job yeah we just <laughs> Um, I think they're like events like me and I have a friend me uh, Mary Claire and we watch a lot of movies together and we always try to like rate the smashes of the movie and I feel like this CGI smash is definitely like top tier smash top tier smash top tier okay, easily okay. let's see it um, except we really didn't <laughs> <laughs> really did, yeah um, so then so then so but well, actually another thing we can talk about is as bad as like I suppose the CGI looks by these days standards um like the suit he wears, like the fact that it glows whenever he's using his powers. That is and stuff. like it looks good. Like that's really like the cool movie, shit. Yeah. the sets, the the costume, yeah. the earring, the hair, Pierce, Pierce. <laughs> ten out of ten. Yeah, great. He just looked great. Yeah, but like the costume, the costumes are great though. The the, the, the suits he wears, I thought was really cool because that's when he goes rogue and he's going around with this um, glowy suit kind of okay. causing havoc yeah and then every time he gets angry it glows up highlighting his crotch perfectly <laughs> okay oh get away from the sex get away from the sex come over and let me make you tar <laughs> mind out of the gutter so then Pierce comes back he rushes back and, and Job is trying to because Job goes back to the facility oh because he wants to oh no he's causing havoc he's, and causing he's, havoc, he's going yeah. on his killing spree which yes. is a very Stephen basically King yeah he, he, like, he does the whole kills the girlfriend thing and then he goes a bit mad with sort of because he wants like because now he's like a genius like he's smarter than Pierce he's has like he can read people's minds he has telekinesis he's basically like a, a god at this stage and he definitely goes to his head a little he might go a bit mad might Stephen King it this is about as high as I'm gonna go <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> So yeah, like this is where we see all those like obviously horrible characters that have been in the movie up until this point. Job sort of gets exacts his revenge. Yeah, he he come he makes the priest into a lovely uh, flames. <laughs> priest flamme. <laughs> where where? He's like, hey priest, have you ever seen Ghost Rider? What? <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so he's going around exactly his revenge. We see that scene where he, um, brings his lawnmower to life and, oh. like, chops up the dad. And I kind of like that scene. I really did like that scene. Like, the dad is, like, having his beer, watching TV. Job actually, like, knocks out the wife and the kid upstairs. Yeah, like, I thought that was cool. Yeah, it was good. It was a good bit of attention to detail. Like, 
And uh, yeah, then the, his love. We actually have we, except for making jokes, how we referenced this like red lawnmower that he has built. The fact that he made it and yeah, like it's really like, proud it's of a, him. Yeah, he's really happy with it when it's like brought out and like we see a bit of it in the movie. But now he's just like using it as a straight up like horrifying murder weapon, yeah. where like just go up the stairs and you're safe, dude. Or it, it could probably fly. It's Joe. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, that's He's projecting true, yeah. his face outside the building at one oh, point. Oh, yeah, that's very true. There's he, weird things through Yeah, this. he can really do anything. Yeah, that was my fault for thinking, like, in the lawnmower's capability. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rather than Joe. The Joe's man can do anything. Yeah. Uh, Joe, the man who can do anything. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, so it's great because you've seen him go around doing all these kind of psychic powers or whatever. And I really enjoy when Pierce Brosnan comes back. He's just like, hey, what happened here next door? What's going on? And uh, the police, one of the, one of the policemen's talking to him. And uh, I really enjoy that. Like, Pierce Brosnan's like, what happened? He goes, yeah, two, bi- two bizarre murders in one night. And then you see Job in the distance yeah. and he, I see the weird camera thing. And, he, and then the policeman says, yeah, two bizarre accidents in one night. And yeah. I just like the whole thing of Job, like, erasing. Yeah. As well, like, like, as well, I don't know why Job was just like, two priests. Should I change Pierce's mind too? Nah, nah let's keep him suspicious. <laughs> you, need keep, you, need keep, you need to keep his brain pure in case yeah. he needs to give him any more vitamins. That's true, that's true. Um, so but... It leads up to a confrontation between Job and Pierce, and it goes, as you would expect, Job's a god, he just ties him up. Oh yeah, yeah. so then so then Job is like, I can't remember what happens, but then Job's like, hey, I'm going to go log on to the interweb yeah. and... And connect to like he's gonna upload himself. He's gonna upload as himself, as and as he goes, "My birth cry will be the sound of every phone in the, on this planet ringing in unison." Yeah, basically, he's, he wants to become like a new god in cyberspace. Cyber where we can like <laughs> what the movie should have been called. <laughs> yeah. Cyber god would have made more sense than lawnmower the man, lo- but he's a lawnmower yeah. man. I don't know. It feels like just the name- cyber god thing would have been a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, fair, but I feel like just naming a movie after like the, the starting profession of your protagonist or not even protagonist or like main character is a bit weird yeah but like, instead of watching Big Trouble in Little China China it would have been Truck Driver <laughs> oh, I would have watched that <laughs> Justice, Justice League would have been Wealthy Billionaire Resurrects Alien <laughs> I don't think just, uh, James Bond would be <laughs> like Secret Agent Man good one <laughs> who sleeps with women <laughs> I'm shit under pressure yeah, I'm okay shit. leave me alone <laughs> Honestly, I was trying to think of a movie for so long for that joke. Yeah. All I could get was James Bond. The actor who's in this movie. Your imagination does the best. I know Job, okay? He's a lot more man. Well, actually, uh, the, the, the guy Jeff Fahey, uh, who plays Job, uh, fun fact, he's in a movie that we actually went to go see together. Uh, he's in Alita Battle Angel. He's in a... Is he one of the murder machines? I think so, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I was just like, I didn't look him up, I just saw he was in this. He's in, uh, he's in Lost as well, he's in a few other things. Oh, can we talk about that movie for a bit? It has fantastic CGI. We have diverged <laughs> far too much in this Divergent, point. let's talk about it. You now like... you can think of movies. <laughs> yeah, give me a word. <laughs> I kind of like it and I'm there, man. If you bring me 90% of the way, I can lock the other 10%. <laughs> So Job is hacking into the uh, the World Wide Web and Pierce Brosnan's trying to stop him. And uh, Oh, him, the kid, and the mother from yeah. next door all like go and try and stop him. But Job has like... Psychic bees. Oh, the psychic bees! <laughs> I forgot about the psychic bees. He gets like a, a swarm of bees to take out the security guards. Yeah, no, but not actual bees, but like psychic bees. Like, I don't know if they're actually real bees. They must be something. Well, why would they? Maybe that's maybe he was putting that in their mind, and they just exactly. thought they saw. See, this is Job's yeah. capability. Like, <laughs> there's no bees. Just there was never any bees, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I can't remember. So basically, Pierce then. Oh yeah, so when Pierce gets into the room, so Job has attached himself to the the yeah. gyro thing, and he's like and, uploaded his. But he like melts into yeah, it. So it's yeah, really he, cool. He like empties essentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then Pierce he shits said, himself. <laughs> <laughs> Pierce. Oh, okay. Well, the, fifth, <laughs> the fifth F. Sorry. Um, Losing control of your faculties. <laughs> okay, that was a stretch. So, uh, so yeah. So then Pierce goes in, and they have they have this like yeah. He's a total of bombs. Do they have like a like? Oh, he's setting bombs on the way in. Yeah. This is where you were like Secret Agent Man movie yeah, should exactly. be made. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I could definitely see him in Secret Agent Man sleeps with women movie. Yeah. I think we'd all watch that movie, right? I'd watch four. <laughs> One month. <laughs> That's more than he did four James Bond movies. Oh, okay, okay. Um, 
I can't, I can't there's just a whole scene yeah. with the he weird tries to like imagery. talk Job out essentially of it and then Job crucifies him oh god yeah, yeah. fuck uh, but like what Pierce has done before he gets into the, or sorry what Dr. Lawrence <laughs> Angelo does before he gets into Law the Law Dog as we call him <laughs> <laughs> uh, what he does before he gets into the simulation is like cuts off like the main internet LAN yeah, he, cable he, yeah. so he, this cool like he, vision. he encrypts everything yeah. yeah something like that what I really enjoyed was that like they're in this big dome with like hexagons or whatever and Job is like manually reaching his hand out and like Dialing, yeah. like trying out different passwords and I, I got I got a perfect description of this room they're in but oh. no one's gonna fucking have seen this movie Digimon the mo- 2000 the movie it's like the it's like one of the it was like one of the probably the best Digimon movie and I watched it when I was a child but the final boss fight anywhere happens in the internet and there's this giant like hexagon that sounds familiar hexagonal but room. I really enjoy that we're doing this in person so you can just see the sheer lost for words <laughs> that I'm experiencing right now <laughs> Do you know they've remade Digimon in 2020 and it's um, all right? Oh, God. So. Uh, uh, what happens then? Let's just talk about Digimon for another five minutes. <laughs> We're nearly at the end of the movie. I know, I know, but there's nothing much to talk. It's going to be all of the visuals. Oh, okay. uh, but what else then? What's going on with this then? Yeah, the, Joe uh, gets crucified. Not Joe, sorry. Pierce. Not Pierce. Pierce. Dr. Lawrence Angelo. Law Dog gets crucified, essentially, and Job's going to keep him in prison as the bomb goes off, because obviously he's read his mind and he knows it's going to be bombs. So he's just trying to escape, and like basically all these hexagonals, hexagons are coming down, and he's like, it's, it's always like access denied, access denied. Yeah. While it's going on, the kid has the mum fell asleep in the car. They're just like, oh, yeah. like, watch your kid, okay? I'm going into this extremely dangerous situation. She naps. She's had a long day. Her husband was killed by a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> and she is okay with it. Yeah, she's, she's, she's with Pierce now. Have you seen that earring? He's just like, this is a man who won't beat me. <laughs> He'll sleep with other women, but he won't beat me. How, how would you like to bring the fourth F to 3D? <laughs> Uh, so then yeah then the kid escapes goes into the building uh, gets lost gets lost in the building in a locked room yeah and he's eventually like little, but then uh, obviously there's some, some part of Job still recognises the kid and wants to save the kid from oh, the explosive oh yeah I like that actually yeah, yeah. exactly it's, it's nice so then he lets actually yeah I did enjoy that he, he lets Pierce go to fuck Lodog to fuck <laughs> he knows the mother's inside before that is happening whether you like it or not uh, yeah, so then the kid is lost in the building. Pierce finds him for some reason, like through a, a locked a concrete door, yeah, like <laughs> locked concrete door. Just like, how did you even get in there, kid? They escape. Building blows up. Boom! World is saved. Um, and then it kind of ends with what you call it. You think everything's fine, and all of a sudden the phones start ringing. Yeah, pretty much all yeah. around the planet. Job's Job escaped. And oh really? Set, I just thought everyone was having set a conference s- called a celebrate. <laughs> celebrate the event they didn't know was happening. <laughs> exactly. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. After all the disaster movies. Did anyone else see a lot of bees recently? <laughs> there were no bees. You didn't see the bees, man. <laughs> you just felt the bees were there. But yeah, overall, again, the, what was the point talking about the plot of this movie? It's so fucked. It's really fucked. I, I feel it. like we did a good job considering, because like, we were a rambling mess. Like this movie was a mess. How dare you? How dare you? Um, but what you call it? Um, yeah, I have, I have like, I've, I've, I've like two things to kind of finish this. I'm not finished off. One being uh, several symbols Job sees flying at him during his first VR treatment are demon evocation seals taken from the infamous Keys of Solomon. Did I fucking call it? <laughs> I said they were Satanists. I, well, yeah, well, yeah, I'm just confirming what they were. Uh, another one being was that it was discovered through FBI tapes that this was the former wacko cult leader David Koresh's favourite movie. I don't know what he did and probably was bad but if the FBI was taking tapes of him but uh, it's weird to think that this is a cult uh, leader's favourite movie. We share something in common with that cult leader. <laughs> Me and you, Gary. I, no, please. I, I'm gonna, I haven't looked up what he did and I feel like it's bad. Funny enough, the guy also hates John. <laughs> That's the cult. <laughs> Um, and then I have, and then yeah, another thing as well. Is, you know the way Job's hair looked fucked in this movie. It did. It's, it's because kind of uh, like it was cut with a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's why he is known for having bad hair, and everyone's mm. like, "Oh, look, the fucking lawnmower man over there!" So he just became a lawnmower, lawnmower man, man. That's it. as a profession. 
didn't we, little did they know he just always has sex hair it's funny because that's the same plot of the James Bond movies with Pierce Brosnan is that he just looks like a secret agent man that sleeps with women so that he just kept getting called that and he goes yeah. well I better yeah, I, I bet better become is. a secret yeah. agent man <laughs> anyway it was supposed to be red and they had to dive back to blonde because uh, it didn't look realistic on Jeff Fahey. oh god it wouldn't look weird if it was red He'd look, yeah. it would look like a carrot top so but see I understand where they're going for like redhead guy with the dungarees on yeah. and he's he, you know, he's just like, I don't know. One of his people is way bigger than the other people. What? I don't know, like insane, sort of. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of one of the villains from Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, I think I am. Uh, but overall, it's like, it's fairly limited by, what you call it, like the time period it came out in, but like it's... Jurassic Park and Terminator Well, and, like in terms of money and shit like that, but like, I, would I recommend as a good movie to watch? No, I'd recommend as a movie to watch. Yeah, with friends, friends I think. Yeah, you wouldn't sit down and watch that and keep you know watching it yeah I think I would recommend it as a movie to watch with friends absolutely yeah, yeah. and like, it kind of it kind of makes me think back to all the times we would like as a group like our friends would literally put on a shite movie and watch it and drink to it yeah uh, and something I, preferably you haven't seen before so you can't quote the entire fucking movie Gary <laughs> yes I'm talking about Ace Ventura Pet Detective like <laughs> Uh, but look he's picked he knew what you were getting into but in the sense that like it reminds you of like this great genre of movies that is these kind of like bad to watch bad uh, great to watch because they're bad kind of movies um, and that's why I think it's been great doing the podcast specifically with you because you know what these movies are and you've been able to pick them for the podcasts and I think that you've been a great guest to get on to be able to chat through these so bad they're good movies oh, uh, so for your fifth one what better way to, to cap it all off with the Pierce Brosnan 1992 The Lawnmower Man <laughs> I think it's a good one. Wait, does this mean I'm not allowed to do any more bad movies? No, you're done now. Fuck! Barbarella was around the corner! Jane Fonda's best movie! How dare you? You just watched The China Syndrome the other day and she's fantastic in it. She's not a, she's not a space woman who has sex with an angel. What are you talking about? Michael Douglas is not of this earth. Um, but but yeah so again thanks for thanks for coming on and doing yeah, this thanks for having me I love coming on talking about shite and the sheer panic I get when I can't think of things I have to say there's less panic now that we're in person and not looking <laughs> at the Zoom there, screen is there really I think you so you cut this well <laughs> I hope so I really hope so oh, oh fuck I forgot my favourite quote from this movie I had it written down oh yeah what was it his mind is like a clean hungry sponge <laughs> Okay, people, you need, we need you to let us know are they, are we, like what part of the movie does that quote from? Leave a comment. Leave a comment, yeah. Where do you think in the movie that quote is from? Is it about the monkey? Is it about Job? <laughs> is it about Pierce? Did Pierce say that about himself? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but, but, sorry, I, I had such a good anger dig and I saw that and I was like, no, I need to, I need to mention yeah. this. But yeah, definitely go out and watch it. it like it's free on YouTube. You've no excuse. Yeah, yeah, it's just, um, you can just look it up on YouTube. Uh, what did we watch? We watched like the uh, director's cut or something. Like no, that? we just watched whatever was shortest. <laughs> <laughs> was that the director's cut? Okay, I no. was just like yeah. theatrical cut. Theatrical maybe. cut, maybe that's what it was. Um, but yeah, any, any 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 final words to wrap this one up on? <laughs> Okey dokey. Well. <laughs> If you want to listen to any more of our own silent podcasts, you can check it out on Spotify where you can follow. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts if you want to know when new ones are coming out. You can follow at Reeling and the Peers on Instagram. Thanks again for listening. We really hope you enjoyed. Goodbye.